0: To the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call in your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you'd like. We're on them all. The Hog Call's only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allowing other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially by clicking the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voice message by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail Podcast at Gmail and we'll get you on there. Well it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty
1: good, Chad. How are you tonight?
0: You know, I'm doing pretty good tonight. Um, One thing I do need to put out there about the podcast, I guess, is just let everybody know we finally got through all of the uh, things we needed to do to transfer everything from the previous podcast host to the uh, podcast host that we have now. So we're on all the platforms. Um, You know, I know there were some questions and complaints about some of the platforms that we wasn't known for a little while while we was in that transition period so we're on all the platforms now and uh everything's migrated over and it should be smooth sailing from here unless this company goes out of business
1: <laughs> so all good for now that's what counts at least get us through this football season maybe basketball season before you know anchor decides to hit the bricks but uh so far so good
0: So far, so good. So, anyway, yeah, no, I mean, everything's going great on my end. I appreciate that. We uh, got some fans who've called in, and and, uh, they have something to say. So, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play this voicemail real quick.
1: Yeah, this is Derek from Colorado. What the hell was that, guys? 20-13 20 to 13 against Portland State. I mean, good Lord, is, is this really what we've become? Vanilla offense or not? We should have won by three touchdowns or more against a team like Portland State based on our talent alone. And how about the coaching mishap going into halftime? Supposedly, Coach Morris was signaling for a spike while the other coaches were signaling a play in. I mean, how are you not all on the same page? As coaches right there, that that just cannot happen. Look, it's hard to be excited about our chances against Ole Miss, but if we can somehow manage to go into Oxford and get a win, all will
0: be forgiven. Let's do it. Go Hogs.
1: Back to the Hog Call Podcast
0: wow how about that Derek from Colorado he, he doesn't sound very happy to him
1: no he doesn't um and he sounds what every reasonable razorback fan should feel after um, that effort this past Saturday against Portland State we only won by seven um, uh, FCS school coming off four and seven season uh yeah it's nice we won there's some teams uh, I guess Houston nut used to say you know half the you know, you start one zero in week one. Half the teams are would like to be where you're at one zero, but it just doesn't just doesn't feel exactly like that. Um, and another great point Derek from, uh, from Colorado made was about the, uh, the the end of the first half blunder.
0: Oh, wow! So um,
1: he's he's right. I'm. Uh, thanks, Derek, for calling in.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. And the thing about it is, is you know that was just horrible coaching with that blunder, and. <clears throat> there were a couple things that I saw that were, you know, really worrisome. Um, And it goes back to what I feel like is poor coaching. You got players, you know, making chest passes and and balls bouncing off shoulder pads. And, you know, you know, you you got to use them hands to catch the ball, you know. And it's like, I don't know. You can just see some fundamentals that aren't being worked on as much as they could be. Some linemen that are that are standing around and, and uh, watching uh, when plays unfold instead of getting downfield and blocking. And, and then I also saw other things where I was like, this is great coaching where you got wide receivers getting downfield and, and making great blocks for running backs and, and so on and so forth. So it was like a mixture. It was – and I don't know if you can put that all on the coaches or, or the players not executing, but there's definitely some – You know, there's definitely some issues still that have to be worked out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I believe there's about, what, six drop passes in that game. Um, Like you were saying, trying to catch off shoulder pads and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. some of the talents there as far as, you know, Trey Knox as a freshman um, Mm -hmm. it's right there. Um, um, Things got to be corrected. And also – Kind of the, uh, when the second string defense kind of came into that fourth quarter, you know, the defense was pitching what, allowing um, six points up to that point in the fourth quarter. And the second string came in and just was, that drive was just loaded with penalties and uh, kind of allowed Portland State to get back in it and cut it to seven.
0: Goodness gracious. Yeah. And it, it was scary there for a while, you know, because we were driving down the field, but we wasn't able to. Punch it in the end zone, uh, and, and Portland State, you know, it went down and it kicked a couple field goals, and it, it just felt like we were in a situation where we might get in some trouble. And thank goodness we didn't, but I tell you, that was not a game that I watched and I felt real confident about while watching the game.
1: Yeah, it did not encourage me for the rest of the season. Um, you
0: know what I mean? I
1: know we kind of went out there and picked eight wins and felt like it could happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we were predicting, uh, you know, we had Luke on last week. We were all predicting 52-10, 62-7, or 45-13. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought forty-five thirteen was giving Portland State, you know, good enough credit to, you know, what I mean. But, mm-hmm. wow, I can't believe we only scored 20 points in that game and came close to, you know, we uh, – you know, we kind of laid on a ball. That could have been a fumble loss uh, at the end of the game that Portland State could have the ball back. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're right there.
0: The end of, the, know, the, end of the first half, you got an opportunity to get seven points on the board. And you got, you know, coaching mishaps where they're, you know, calling in a play. And, and the head coach is trying to spike the ball. And you wind up not getting that seven points. And that's that was huge right there. That would have been 27. Then you got the drop passes. You know, if, if we can if we catch those drop passes, I bet you, you know, there's at least another seven points on the board. So you're getting close to that, you know, that uh, that score prediction.
1: Yeah, some of those were. I mean, those drops were uh, big drive killers. You know, um, I didn't think Hicks just. I mean, it, you know, he, he's not much of throwing down field and spreading the defense out, but you know, he was. You know, not everything was on him as far as just scoring twenty points. Mm-hmm. Well, um, his
0: throws were, you know, short a lot of times and and uh, not very accurate. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> we're definitely in a situation. Uh, and then when he gets Starkel comes in, you know, he's four for five that incompletion, He's throwing it to double coverage uh, to kind of uh, kill a red zone drive there. So, kind of stuck. Uh, not sure how the quarterback situation, how we're gonna.
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean what did you think about the historical coming in and throwing that interception you think he's just trying to thread the needle and squeeze it in there and and just make a play happen off pure arm strength or do you think this is why this is why he's not starting? you know this is why he didn't get the get the go
1: yeah maybe so you know we talked about him being a gunslinger yeah he does he definitely has a stronger arm than hicks i mean some of those throws the uh uh, this kind of the seam route to Trey Knox for about 38 yards um, looked really good, you know, um, a couple of those. But then you have a mistake like that, and it's hard to, you know, you can make that mistake against, against Portland State. You know, we got out of there with a the win, but, you know, we go against even Ole Miss. Ole Miss isn't uh, that great of a team, but, you know, uh, we just taking chances like that and, you know, throw a couple of interceptions in the game wouldn't help. Mm-hmm. But they both got there, and they showed both kind of positives and negatives.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I guess you know breaking this Portland State game down. Um, if we take a look at it, you know, you had your, the first quarter. Portland State goes down, and they kick a field goal, and then uh, Arkansas goes down, kicks a field goal, uh, then we go down, to, we get a touchdown. Um. So you know where we're we, we are where we need to be at that point, and then in the second quarter we don't put up any points. Uh, the only the only team that puts up points is Portland State, uh, and they're you know going out there and kicking another field goal. So you know that we really need to be scoring in each quarter. Just just give me one one touchdown a quarter you know, and we can win most games, I feel like, especially the way the defense played, because the defense had a really good game.
1: Yeah, and you look at kind of Portland State, they score those, uh, you know, those three points started off the game, um, you know, they defense, uh, they kind of, and they have to make a 50 yard but they have kind of let up a 22-yard run by the quarterback, and that's really about it, you know, he runs a couple times, we figure that out, and then he throws, then we force him to, two passing completions, then they got to kick a 50 yard field goal. And from there we shut them down and then we score, mm-hmm. you know, or force them to another field, goal. but that's nothing. I mean, I'll take field goals, you know, it's, we should be, uh, scoring, like you said, enough to where, you know, field goal ain't going to be nothing, but defense looked really good. But when the offense, um, you know, you get down to, uh, you know, the one yard line and we only score a field goal,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, luckily the next drive we, we score, but, uh, We've got to we've got to complete those, especially against a team like that. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no excuse we can't put up at least. I mean, yeah. I'm not even asking seventy, you know, seven points. I mean, just jeez, we're
0: oh, in right. the forties or something. <laughs> you're right. And then we come out in the third quarter and uh we we get a touchdown in the third quarter, uh, and then uh, we we go in the fourth quarter. We kick another field goal, and we let Portland State score there in the fourth quarter so let me ask you do you think that fourth quarter score by portland state was that a trash score was that was that just a a lucky score i mean i felt like it was a total defensive breakdown for that whole drive
1: yeah i mean you look at the drive and it's uh you're looking at almost 20 plays
2: mm-hmm.
1: i mean for the defense to have to stay out there and Keep you know, keep shooting themselves in the foot and allowing first down just to be, uh, you know, drove on kind of you know mm-hmm. uh, combination with it, some penalties. And no, it wasn't late enough where you know it's guys that we don't have a lot of depth. So you're not looking. I mean, you're still looking at guys that are playing a lot of minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in a lot of uh, a lot of reps. So it's not like you know it's the last of the last. Uh, you know, that's that's still you know Chavis and the rest of defense. Nobody should be happy with. Uh, giving that one up.
0: I agree. It didn't feel like we had all scrubs in at that point. It felt like, you know, we we should have been doing better. And Like I said, it just felt like a a total breakdown of defense. For them to have a 14-play drive for 75 yards, it's ridiculous, you know. um, Yeah, six
1: six and a half minutes off the clock.
0: For us to give Portland State that – Many opportunities. Some of it penalties. Some of it was Portland State making plays happen. But regardless, yeah, I mean, regardless, to give them that many opportunities is ridiculous.
1: How many? I mean, just I think three or three, uh, three or so. Um, uh, the third down completions, the fourth down completion, another one. Uh, you know, for the touchdown. I mean, you could just gotta gotta have that toughness to just. To stop the drive right there
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, close give it back to the uh, offense we showed we were how slow we were on offense so we could but we could run the you know boyd was looking good run the, we were running the ball pretty well so we could run out the clock mm-hmm. um, but it should have been done right there and you know maybe finish that game 27 to 6 and that that feels better than the exactly. 20, 2013
0: that and we're we driving the at. ball up and down the field uh you know we're getting a, a 54 yard Drive, 64 yard drive, 67 yard drive, 63 yard drive. But what does that really mean when it's against Portland State? You know, are we really moving the ball or is Portland State just that bad? I mean, they're a terrible team. You got to remember that.
1: Yeah, we're not playing. Um, you know, they haven't made the FCS playoffs in four or five seasons. Um, they're not looking this year you know, I think we looked the last them, they were picked eight or 10th in the uh, the big sky conference.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just not, not what we should be doing. And, you know, Morris comes out and say vanilla offense is like, well, I mean, we, we could have lost that game. I mean, we only went mm-hmm. by seven. Who are you saving it for? So I don't, I don't know how much I, I mean,
0: we know. should be able to run our base package. Yeah, run sure. Run the score <laughs> up on Portland State with a vanilla offense. I mean, what's sure. what's it, what's it, what's it What's he going to do? Is he going to be running Statue of Liberty plays? Is he going to be, you know, <laughs> what's the, what, what's he going to be doing when it becomes not vanilla? You know what I mean? Is, is it just going to be, I just don't see where he's going to be adding that much to the offense where it's going to be like, wow, wow, this is a whole, whole nother team. I can't believe this, you know? And it's like, where has
1: this been the first, you know, year and a couple games? Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, like you said, I mean, you should have those base the packages down and uh, finish those drives and score a lot more than, yeah. I mean, and we, you know, put up 395 yards. That's not enough on, uh, you know, and don't finish plays mm-hmm. in 20 points. That's not enough to um, against, against Portland State, you know. And, and that's only with one turnover. It's not like we were just, you know, just fumbling the ball everywhere and just mm-hmm. – Kind of real, real, real sloppy as far as that. We just weren't executing. Even. Though. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> no. We. Definitely Thank goodness wouldn't. for
1: having a good field goal kicker. Or, you know.
0: That that's true. I mean, even. if you look at the rushing, they got twenty eight yards rushing. We got forty two yards rushing. You know what I'm saying? Like.
1: Well, yeah. Well, we we had two hundred four yards rushing, but we had you know. They still only had seventy five on that that twenty twenty eight attempts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were averaging two point seven yards a rush. I mean, we were doubled up over with about five yards a rush. Oh yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. We should have yeah, been. They had seventy five. We had two hundred four.
1: Well, I mean, we shut that down, and they were less than fifty percent on passing. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Besides that one drive, really not a whole lot to complain about the defense. But they we should have been good enough to really hold them to three or even a shutout. Um, mm-hmm. But offense really that my main concern.
0: Uh, and we got a one hundred ninety-one yards play. passing, and they had one hundred fifty-five yards passing too. You know, it's like.
1: And and you're right. I mean, look at this. This average, our, our average per temp, five yards in attempt. I mean, not throwing the ball downfield. You know, and that's that's it's not very far for to have a. Uh, average per attempt Mm -hmm. coming mostly, most of the, those throws coming from Hicks. But, you know, that's what, that's kind of the offense he's comfortable with. And Mm
0: -hmm. uh, it was nice to see Connor Lamper hit the 34 yard, the 25 yard. Um, it was nice to see, you know, us have punts that were getting downfield and had plenty of hang time. So, you know, I felt like special teams looked a lot better.
1: Yeah. I, I for some reason I was thinking he had a longer one, thirty four and twenty five, but hey, I, I mean mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: Rick felt a little kicker it was what I was thinking. He had a fifty and a forty seven. But uh yeah, uh the um I think the only real um you know, trail on Burks actually showed that, you know, he he's gonna be an aggressive punt returner this year. Um I thought the uh Sam Loy had two punts inside the twenty. Should have been stopped inside the five, and we let two of those uh, touch back. I mean, mm-hmm. that should have been a you know um, high point, especially the special teams and um, really some high points of the game, kind of from last year punting. But you know, we kind of let those touch back in the end zone. But Lloyd did a good job getting them, giving us a chance to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. Um, I guess we need to go through the players and and take a look what everybody did individually on offense. Um So RaKeem Boyd had a had 114 yards. Uh Devion Warren 37 yards, Chase Hayden 28 yards, Devon Whaley 21 and Ben Hicks the big 6 yards. So R- <laughs> RaKeem Boyd's getting out there and doing his thing, you know?
1: Yeah, that's exactly you know what I expected. I, mean, I like the uh, the kind of interrounds we ran mm-hmm. with uh, Warren. It was kind of nice. I kind of went away from it, uh, disappeared after success.
0: Well, we um, it seemed to me like we stopped running to ball running the ball a little quicker than I would like to see. Been the yeah. success we were having with it, and then started going to throwing just seemed like we were throwing just to be throwing at some, time, yeah. at some points when, when the you know, running game was really on fire.
1: I think we saw that last year, too. You know, yeah, you want to open it up, open up the running game even more with passing, but mm-hmm. if we're running the ball, let's just, you know, work on that. And I kind of would like to, you know, you got stable running backs. You change them in and out, so to keep them getting tired. Um, and I would have liked seeing, you know, they were running Hayden Chase Hayden up the middle quite a bit. He's a speed back. Why were why, you know why were we not trying to get him out mm-hmm. on some <laughs> some plays around the end or anything like that? That's what sort of one thing I was like just kept running you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's, that's
1: between the tackles, it was surprising.
0: Yeah, they were and they were never running him like he's uh, you know Boy, a halfback you know? or something, just yeah. right up the middle of the gut. You know, expecting him just to, to run people over, and I don't think, like you said, I don't think that's his that's his forte. You know. He's got
1: speed and quickness. Get him out where he can use that. You know that's mm-hmm. why he ends up with three yards of carry against Portland State. He's got it, but you gotta they've got to come up with a way to be creative with using these guys different
0: exactly. abilities. I mean,
1: well, we know what Boyd can do. Keep doing what they're doing with Boyd, but some of the other guys maybe you know change the pace.
0: Well, you got a receiving crew. We had Mike Woods with thirty yards. Uh, Traylon Burks with 52, our our leading receiver. Uh, Rakeem Boyd with 22 yards. Grayson Hunter with 16. Uh, Trey Knox with 38. Tyson Morris with 15. Chase Harrell with 14, and Chase Hayden with four. So, you know, it, we 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 were we were throwing it around a little bit, but uh, I don't know. Like you said, just a just a lot of drop passes, and and it just seemed like the receivers were having a lot of trouble. And maybe it's just because they're so young.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you see, you know, the leading as far as catches is coming from sophomore Mike Woods, the oldest guy that was playing
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, kind of in that. And we're also missing uh, C.J. O'Grady at tight end, um, who's, who's supposed to play. You know, I thought he was going to play this game. Um, didn't play... Uh, a snap, but hopefully he'll come back healthy against Ole Miss because he's going to be a big help to
0: to oh, yeah. kind of Hicks. I can see you that leaving him out, out because we don't want to get anybody hurt, and we're playing Portland State. But boy, if you lose that game, that's the wrong move.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things that just, I mean, just even a, just being that close for comfort. I mean, I never felt like we were going to lose, but that that end, I mean, you just <laughs> you know. It's kind of seeing some games around the country you know even as you see this georgia state over tennessee i think i saw yeah. it was ranked like one of the four or top five all time like biggest upsets and, and tennessee's not even that good biggest upsets just because how bad georgia state was so and you're playing with fire kind of messing around allowing portland state to be right there with you
0: mm-hmm. no you, you know? are you really are um i feel like and I feel like this is a this comes back to another coaching situation where, you know, the I don't feel like the the coaching is what we were told it's going to be. I didn't see any hammer down fast offense. You know, it, it was slow. Uh, we were slow developing. Uh, you know, even whenever we went no huddle, it was slow. We just don't move the ball up and down the field very fast. And last year, that was supposed to be because the quarterback didn't have a understanding of the game. So why were we so slow in this game? Was it because we wanted to go slow? We didn't want to show what our fast offense looks like? Or is it because Morris really isn't going to run a fast offense?
1: That's what I'm worried about. Um, as we've kind of been saying, you know, that you don't want to show everything, but you gotta, I mean, if you're gonna, how are you gonna, you gotta practice what you're wanting to run. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that's the Razor Fast is what's gonna happen right now. Um, you know, two seasons or, or by the end of two seasons, we're gonna see any of it, but the hammer down Razor Fast, um, has not come to fruition. I'd like to see it. Um, we're gonna be overmatched, uh, this year. Um, uh, against some of these SEC teams, and we've got to, we're gonna have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, you know, solid by the end of it, you know, 60 something thousand fans showed up to this against an FCS school, you know, ready to be entertained, ready to be fired up about the football team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, what I mean, a beautiful, but you know, it's a warm Saturday, you know, they're sitting there, they want to be entertained, they want to see the hogs come out and, and, you know, kind of stick them through head. Um, uh, well, it was tough, so I'd, I'd like to, um uh, I don't know. What I would, uh, like seeing a lot more, and just I just kind of frustrate even just watching it,
2: uh, mm-hmm.
1: in you know inside the stadium or on TV, and you just like I, it's just uh, egregiously slow. I mean, it just looked like extra slow.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like what are we thinking? Why are we running the ball so slow? Why, why aren't we moving up and down the field? Why aren't we, you know, why aren't we going fast? I just don't get it. When the when the ball yeah. is sat down and the referee backs away from it and blows his whistle, let's go ahead and snap it. I don't know if anybody saw any of that LSU game, but they are running the ball fast.
1: How weird does it sound that an LSU team is running it running it faster than, you know.
0: Really fast.
1: <laughs> fast. This is crazy.
0: I was like, wow. I, I wasn't they're... expecting it because I don't keep up with LSU, you know. And usually I thought, no, well, maybe they're, they're just... practicing their two-minute or <laughs> something. And then I realized, like, no, they're they're planning on doing this for the whole game.
1: Yeah, usually, the, you know, in, in the past it's just been a uh, fullback, running back, a tight end, and two wide outs. And that's LSU, you know, offensive ball. You mm-hmm. should just, you know, you know, win ten games or whatever a year and off, based off, you know, just talented running backs and,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: Louisiana kids. Great offensive line and some receivers on the out, but they were running fast. Um, they just they were getting in rhythm. That's what I just didn't see from us is like to get in rhythm, like moving down the field. You don't have to, you know, we don't have to go crazy fast just to do it, but you got you need to get in the rhythm. I thought Hicks kind of brought in here to uh, run that offense.
0: I thought so. I thought Hicks was supposed to be running it fast, and I thought that was supposed to be the lure. Of Hicks and, and and what we were going to see, we definitely didn't see it this game. Hopefully, we'll see it against Ole Miss. Hopefully, they just were trying not to show their cards. But again, it's it's football. You know, there's not a whole lot the other coaches don't know. You're not going to trick them that much, you know.
1: Yeah, no, not exa- I mean not at all. Um, you still should have been able to dominate.
0: You should be able to give them your playbook team. before the game and then still beat them.
1: Yeah, we're, and we're, <laughs> here's our playbook. This is what we're going to do. We're still going to beat you by 50. Yeah. Uh, thanks, right. and we'll collect your check on your way out.
0: You know, thanks mm-hmm. for
1: coming, giving us a
0: practice game. Exactly.
1: And, you know, maybe I'm scarred by last year's uh, losing to Colorado State, North Texas, just thinking, this it's nothing to play with. It's not like, well, you know, we always do this. You know, we'll end up winning a bunch of games. You know, this is just kind of what it's like. I'm, I mean, right now, you know. Maybe we will. Maybe I mean I'm I'm still thinking. I'm going to predict us to beat Ole Miss. I think we still got can go down there and uh, and you know beat them. But it's like I'm, I want we got to be shown, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of fans. We got to be shown it can happen.
0: Yeah, uh, we do. eventually. We
1: do. Not just hope. Like, well, you know, we got got trust that that was just the you know that's just the plan to to run it like that against Portland State.
0: Yeah, you're right. It'll be all right. So when we look on the defensive side of the ball. We can see that uh, Portland State had, had one sack for a loss of four yards. Um, they uh, had three quarterback hurries. It really felt like more than that, but that, that's according to the official stat report. So, I don't know. I guess our line is, I guess they did a good job protecting the quarterback in this game but I I felt like they were
1: in the backfield a lot yeah especially so. I mean five tackles for losses so 12 some of those were just Mm -hmm. really bad I mean as soon as uh, one of those running backs got the ball he was you know he was met with no chance to make Mm -hmm. any kind of move um yeah that one quarterback sack um um, what I mean I, that that is nice, but <laughs> what's it going to? be, you know those still tackles for a loss kind of show. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you know they were still getting back there. And this is telling too the four pass breakups they had. You know that's I don't know the, the you know I don't know I, I just want I wish our quarterbacks were whatever. Yeah. Well I guess when we go into the Arkansas side of things uh, you know we we fare a little better obviously you know, with uh, six sacks for loss of 29 yards and that, that that's what I'm talking about that's where we're starting to see this, the chief is starting to really shine you know and you could see there wasn't a lot of stunts in the game uh, but there were a lot of blitzes in the game very basic uh, base defense but it was ran well by the players.
1: Yeah. And you saw, um, gosh, Cameron Curl from the, uh, the safety position. He has two sacks and two tackles for loss. hmm
0: um,
1: And he had a really game and an interception with a 30-yard return on top of that. But I like using that, uh, you know, using his uh, speed and kind of a IQ to, to make some plays back there. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. But they really didn't, you know, go too much like saying stunts and things. But, you know, McTeh like in a game, just getting back there, leading us tackles and a couple sacks and two tackles for loss on top of that. Just yeah. showing that he's, you know, in for a good year.
0: Yeah, Bumper pull. He didn't have a lot of different plays, but the plays he did have were were massive. I mean he took a, he he licked that one old boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he
0: made it he made him hard, man. He he brought it to him.
1: Yeah, Bumper looks even um uh, you know, he seemed just kind of natural, like a great, you know, the mm-hmm. build for a linebacker. But this year, he looks like you can definitely tell he's he's gotten to the college off season because he looks huge. And I wouldn't uh, definitely wouldn't want to be running and kind of running to him, right? Him coming like right, right at you, mm-hmm. number ten uh, staring at you because he'll 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 light on you. And you know, he was tied with the leading uh, tackles. He's a solid tackler. Also had a breakup. Uh,
0: so yeah. You know. yeah. Gabe Richardson looked really good in this game. Um you know, I don't know. You know, we, we, we just had a good defensive showing. Um DeJohn Harris had a good game. Grant Morgan, um it was a good we had we, we had a good uh, a good defensive showing out there. And know, uh, it's just really nice to see Arkansas have a good defensive showing because I feel like we haven't had a good defensive showing. Even in the Petrino years, when we were winning all those games, it it was more about offense than than defense, you know. Oh yeah, we
1: were definitely able to outscore um, more folks during that time. but Yeah, and then turning, you know, three interceptions mm-hmm. um, was a uh, really what we were lacking so much last year, and uh, that's going to be big if we continue
0: to mm-hmm. turn
1: the turn the other team over
0: yeah a lot of a lot of, lot of turnovers um six breakups you know six quarterback hurries but i mean we were in the backfield way more than that too so yeah
1: yeah that's why i mean you, you see a combined you know six sacks and eight tackles for a loss for a negative you know 35 yards on those tackles for loss. so i had some just huge huge losses from one of our guys uh, from different positions, you know, whether from the secondary linebacker or the defensive line coming back there and making a play.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was really encouraging to see, I, I kind of, I, I mean, you really know, besides that, that one drive in the fourth quarter there, I, I really felt encouraged, but also, you know, at that point in the game against Portland state, I would have liked to seem to be up 40 points. And then we would have definitely called that just a, <laughs> you know, a, a trash give up. But, um, would have liked him to keep him scoring there. But I I, I, like, I definitely thought that was a, a bright spot of the game, uh, how well the defense played.
0: And, man, we said the worst thing we could see this year would be injuries. And we had Dorian Gerald, you know, out for the rest of the season with an injury. Um, I just hate to see it. He's going to be a beast next year coming back even bigger and stronger but uh you know it's it's i just you know prayers out to him i want him to be healthy and uh you know you know they're making the right decision And goodness gracious it's just you just wish you didn't have to see that you know
1: yeah and he was playing um for what he got in the game um You know, he made a nice tackle. He's getting, had a breakup. He was, he was getting in the backfield, Mm making those tackles work from the defensive end spot. Um, that's really now you're going to throw some kind of young guys. You know, he was a a senior this year, going to be a senior next year. It'll be nice to have back, but really, he was really in for, you know, it's kind of a guy we talked about in the preview show. Um, came from junior college. Um, Maybe didn't live up to the hype last year as much, but came in and from all accounts was ready to have a big senior year and uh, you know uh, really feel bad because what a strange injury uh to to a, to occur to him feel, really feel bad for him really need him uh, really needed him this year that was a shame to see that's something we did not need, and you know he definitely didn't
0: need yeah absolutely um but. You know, whenever it's all said and done, he'll be back next year. He'll be bigger and better, and, 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 and he'll have a great year. And so, uh, yeah, it, you know, he's being positive about it. I saw some things he tweeted out and stuff, and he's he's being real positive about it. And it's good to see that. So it's just a matter of biding this time, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to fill in, you know. We'll be able to fill in there, and, and uh, we won't miss a beat, and that's... You know, that's what we have to hope for.
1: Yeah. um, Again, uh, the younger guys are going to have to step up, you know, kind of solely. Some of these guys maybe um, – hopefully a game can stay in that defensive tackle position without having to move him back out defensive end, which he's kind of played in years past out of just lack of Mm -hmm. of, uh, uh, guys – Guys at the end spot, but hopefully he could stay there, and some of these younger guys can take over um, and really use use their opportunity.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: um, yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm glad. Kind of with that, anything with an artery, um, glad he's alive, and that's probably why he's really positive. He probably, you know, kind of was told, kind of understood, was like, man, you're, you know, just you're glad I'm, you're, you know, still with us. You know, I I'm mean,
0: just glad he's okay. I'm just glad that didn't have. Yeah you know, significant. I'm just glad it wasn't a situation, you know? Yeah, sure. uh, That's, you know, thank goodness, thank goodness we'll have him back, so. Yeah,
1: good job by the medical staff, because that's a weird thing, and you know, you never saw him. Not like he drops to the ground, and you just know, like an injury occurred or anything, so,
2: (laughs) job for them to to figure it out.
0: Hats off the medical staff and trainers for, figuring it out quickly, making sure they did the right thing, not pushing to get back out there. Well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess we could just go on and on about this Portland State game, being it was a win. Um, <laughs> I tell you, this is much better than a lot of the games we did last year, honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's definitely we,
1: better than talking about a loss. I mean, could you imagine –
0: and we I mean, broke we down every loss, just like we're breaking down this Portland State game right now. we we, we always getting the weeds on it and, and really try to fill in the listeners. And, uh, goodness, it's tough. It's tough to keep yourself, you know, positive. But right now, we're undefeated. The Arkansas Razorbacks are an undefeated team.
1: Yeah, an opportunity, and I mean, despite despite only beating them up, you know, we're going to go down to Ole Miss, a winnable, a you know, winnable environment, and have a chance to be two and zero and put Ole Miss to zero and two. You know, we started off one and one last year, you know, after the loss to Colorado State, one and two after North Texas, so we've got a chance to build mm. off this win. You know, no matter what the score was, and just forget about it. You know, we go and we win these next couple games, and we're four and zero going into A and M, and you know. Nobody's going to care that we only beat. You know, nobody's going to be like, well, we only beat Portland State by seven. It's like nobody's going to care about them. Life but strange. that's what we're just. You know, we're just in the middle of a couple of days removed from that game. So this is yeah what we got to talk about. And we talked. I mean, we're sadly talked about. You know, <laughs> built up Portland State a little bit last week, and we talked about how the buzz was saying. You know, Morris wasn't going to get fired if we lost to that team, but in a, it, it came dangerously <laughs> close. To having yeah, to like, no we're way. just kidding. That wasn't going to happen to actually having to talk about. That
0: was just like, coming on and doing, talk about, you
1: know, doing just a, a podcast that night. I was like, oh no, we're going to have to do a podcast about how Morris is, <laughs> like, if we're firing Morris tonight.
0: I mean, talk about the angry race Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no kid. But well,
1: we're wanting right. to
0: know. We're one zero. We are. Raheem Boyd was the uh, the man on offense. He got you know he had the uh, he was obviously the offensive player of the game. But what about defense? Who's the defensive player of the game, Tim?
1: I've got to go with McTelvin A game, you know the mm-hmm. the six tackles, um, and two thirds of those included, you know for a total of two sacks for a total of minus nine and two tackles for loss for mm-hmm. minus nine. So that was. Four plays right there that he contributed negative 18 yards
2: for,
0: yeah.
1: for the, the back Viking offense. So, got to go with a uh, game coming out strong his senior year.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to go with a game, too. And I, I'll tell you why over or Curl is because, well, Curl keeps leading with his head. And he's going to get ejected from a game if he don't stop doing that. He's got to stop leading with his head on these – on these tackles. It's just poor coaching um, because he is, I mean, I love the aggressiveness. I love the way he's taking people out. You know, you you definitely wouldn't want to hear those feet coming at you on the football Mm. field. But at the same time, you cannot go helmet to helmet. You have to stay away from that helmet to helmet contact, Uh, tackling people uh, outside, out of bounds. I mean, I just – I think Curl's got to tighten up before the next game.
1: Yeah, and that was – you know, he did have a good game, but that's a play that uh, really sticks out because, you know, he was leading with the helmet. Um,
0: And then he did it later in the game two more times. Yeah.
1: um, So they've they've got to work on improving that. But like you said, the aggressive is there. I mean, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, and
1: they – they use that. I like his flying around in those uh, oh, get in the that. backfield and then he had an interception and took it for 30 yards. Mm-hmm. But you know, if something happens like that, you know, he goes out, he goes out uh targeting thrown out of the game. He's not getting any of those. He's he's leaving the game with um uh, one tackle or if even that. Mm-hmm. So and he's got to stay heard. in the game.
0: Then you're yeah, out for part out. of the next game, you know.
1: And we can't have that as a as the pretty much the you know or definitely the oldest guy, most experienced guy in the in uh, the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he's out of there, I mean you're just we're just true freshmen and you know, some sophomores. Yeah,
0: um, so just lead with the shoulder, get your head to the side, you know,
1: and do and just let them you know to watch where the be aware of the sideline, you know the the penalty
0: mm-hmm.
1: can't afford that to happen again in a big SEC game. But I you know. But he did play good. Besides that, but that one really sticks out, um, and we're glad that he avoided the targeting.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was close. He he could have got it. Yeah. It was it was really close, uh, and I'm glad he didn't get it. I think the 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 refs made the right call. I like that they let the kids play. Uh, there were a couple of times there could have been some targeting calls, and there wasn't. So. You know, hats off to the referees on this except for that last drive where they were just throwing flags to be throwing flags. I guess they didn't get enough air time.
1: No, it's, you know, as much as we're kind of taking our time on offense, it's
0: like, man, we're not,
1: you know, we haven't been out here long. It was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for the last day of August, it was low 80s out there. You know, Fayetteville, I mean, my goodness. You know, it was. Kind of wanted to like, man, I told my wife that I was going to be out here for a while, you know, <laughs> getting run out there in under three hours. That wasn't going to be, that wasn't going to be, that wasn't going to cut it. So.
0: Well, I guess I don't have anything else on Portland State. Do you, do you have anything else? I, I feel like we've went yeah, through.
1: Yeah, no I, no, I think we we kind of ran through it. And um, kind of what a lot of Hawk fans that I've talked to this week and heard from and like Derek in Colorado made some great points and that's just you can't blame anybody for feeling this way you can't you can't be like just super fired up about uh only beating about seven but yeah I'm, I'm ready to move on for sure
0: absolutely well let's pause real quick for a uh word from our sponsor and then we'll get right into the uh Ole Miss game copo podcast all right well old miss Tim what uh what's your thoughts just right off the top of your head going in this old miss game before we get into anything else just like what's the first thing you think of when you think arkansas old miss
1: uh what I'm thinking about especially for this year it's a big game um I mean this is where we we got we got a chance to start the SEC season off one and zero in conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very beatable team. Um, Moore should be able to outcoach uh, Matt Luke. Um, you know they still have they've had uh, kind of bouncing back from their vacated wins. their are Ole Miss of old. Um, it's a team we should we should we should beat. I expect us to beat, uh, regardless of what happened in the last game. Um, it's a very beatable team. Um, they've got I know they've got a. Uh, a freshman quarterback that the defense should uh, get after um, and make him trouble and pay for it. You know, for his inexperience, and I kind of think we should get after the. Um, trying to think of their mascot, but you know, I'm not sure what they're calling themselves. Not even to overplay that joke, but I really not sure if. Oh, I guess the Rebels is their official name still. But
0: well, but. here's the thing: the Black Bears whatever, Land Sharks, whatever the heck you want to call them. We've been playing these cats for 66 66 times now. This is our 66th time to play them. We started playing them back in 1908, and we lead the series 27, 35, and 1. So we're we're beating them, you know, Um, and we just need to add a few more wins onto this. And this is a good year to go ahead and throw another win on there, and, and and keep piling it up. To me, when I think Ole Miss, always think like the worst team in the West. That's just always kind of been my takeaway from Ole Miss. Um, but you know, they tried to make it come up, and and turned out they were cheating and, and everything else when they did that, and you know. They, they were they were so bad for a while they tried to hire our coach to get better and you know it's just it's just one of those teams we should go in and and beat the snot out of on a regular basis and uh, maybe have a few slip ups here and there but uh, it should should be it should be our our win you know uh, to be 35 27 and one against them they're starting to creep up. To where they're getting, they're getting close to our, uh, you know, they're getting close to tying it up, and I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't like that.
1: Yeah, if we're gonna get out of the cellar in the SDC West, it starts this weekend. Um, beating Ole Miss and putting them where they belong.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, even Brett Bielema won four games, won four out of five of his in his seasons against Ole Miss. Oh yeah, I mean. If if more if we can't get it done uh, in a couple of days and beyond, I mean I like that when, Every four out of five years that is not bad. You know, eight out of ten years, nine out of ten years, that's what we should be doing against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean besides their vacated wins, their best seasons here lately in the past twenty, thirty years have been either with you had Eli Manning at quarterback and they were just what pretty much eight win, eight win, nine win team, and then when Houston Nut uh, went over there. Um, we kind of pushed him out and he won two cotton bowls.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I mean, that's, that's kind of their maximum for the program unless they cheat. And we all know what happens now. Cause it's for now that's a joke because they were obviously cheating. They got caught.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, and here we are. And this is, uh, I'm reading, again, it starts.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm looking here at some, some of the, uh, some of the facts that we, we popped up. It says here, Arkansas claims a, Forfeit victory in 1914 game that Ole Miss won 13-7. to Now, how'd they win a game they forfeited? How is that possible? <laughs> you quit. Yeah, it's not possible. You didn't win. You can't quit and say you won.
1: And also, what was I... Uh, um, I wanted to bring this up last time. Kind of some post-show research, but about the 1909 season. This is the 100th year celebration
0: of it. Oh, yeah, um, we got the, t-shirts the for that, too.
1: Um, that year they were supposed to actually um, be a, be a team that should be on the T-shirt that would be, but they, um, they got scared. Um, and there's a quote, and I think it was the university of Arkansas newspaper from, you know, about them. And they just kind of, did, they didn't want to play. We should really add that win as another forfeit. They seem to like to, seem to like to do that. Um, but uh, they were scared to play us that year.
0: And it just kind of wimps, you know,
1: just kind of, you know, what they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's just, that's just two old misses, you know, uh, scared to death to play us, and uh, you know, we could, we could have beat the snot out of them. We'd love to. Uh, since we've been in the SEC, we've, we've uh, beat them, you know, sixteen to nine, uh, our record. So, you know, we have no qualms about going over to Ole Miss or letting Ole Miss come over to us and just beating the snot out of them.
1: Oh, no, absolutely not. And, um, you know, there's a, a lot of hulk. I mean, it's a pretty close drive from Little Rock. A lot of, of hulk fans down in the Memphis area, eastern Arkansas. Um, they get tired of, you know, knowing Ole Miss fans in here and there. You know what I mean? So, it mm-hmm. just put them kind of where they belong. Um, and I I think I, I imagine there's going to be a pretty good crowd of Rageback fans down there um, in that stadium. Oh, yeah too to watch us win but it's a it's kind of a thing we need to show our dominance you know it's kind of the big dog over the little dog man you know we're trying to we're trying to kind of move up in the, you know the pack you know we gotta show we gotta show Ole Miss who's boss in this conference
0: yeah and Matt Luke just kind of reminds me of the drunk uncle that comes to Thanksgiving right yeah. <laughs> and they're like well let's just go ahead and let him get, have it for a couple years now that we got these violations and stuff and if he can do something with it, great. And if not, that's fine. We're not paying him that much. We can save some money and get a better coach next time.
1: Oh yeah. See what he you know, see what he can do. See right, we ain't gonna get anybody else that wants to mess with this. He's the only one willing to willing to do it. Yeah, and it looks like he's been hanging on to his uh, frat boy days for for uh, thirty years too thirty years too long. Um and definitely ain't got the drunk uncle thing happening. Um, <laughs> definitely beat him. was like, how can we lose to this guy? Morse just got to look over pregame or when he's talking to him, pregame, handshake or whatever. Just look across the side and I was like, there's no way, no way in hell I can lose to this guy, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Ole Miss actually. played Memphis, for those of you that don't know, and they got beat 10-15. to 15. They have decided not to play Memphis anymore and they told Memphis they're not going to be renewing their contract because Memphis keeps beating them, which has got to be embarrassing for Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, Memphis is taking it to them. Um.
0: (laughs) What does that mean for us? Are they coming into this game mad? Does that put us in in a situation where, you know, were we looking past... Portland State and looking to Ole Miss and and thinking about that first SEC win, was that where our focus was? Will we come in here and and see a much better Arkansas team play Ole Miss? Are we going to see a defeated Ole Miss team come in? Are we going to see a fired-up Ole Miss team come in that's that's just ready to beat somebody because of the whipping they took the week before?
1: Yeah, they might be. That's a good point, Jeff. I don't know what kind of emotional – uh, how's these teams are going to be on um, or lows? Um, I like I like yours. I'd like to think we were looking past Portland State, uh, whether they said so or not, because Ole Miss is lingering right there. You know, we blew that game. We had the lead last year. Um, you know, our last shot at kind of getting a uh, getting to the bowl, of, uh, our our biggest shot at getting the SEC victory, and our last shot at uh, kind of getting the um, uh, bowl record. You know, or whatever that part of the last year. So we blew that one, had a big lead down in Little Rock. Uh, maybe they're fired up by getting that, getting the first SEC win of the Chad Morris era. Um, hopefully, Ole Miss is just not good enough whether they want to be fired up about losing to Memphis. They weren't overlooking Memphis. I mean, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, Memphis was uh, the favorite in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no way they were looking, you know, a, a rival of theirs. Uh, towards us, and here we go, another regional team coming, um, feeling pretty good. That uh, that really good chance to go down there and beat, beat them.
0: Well, this is interesting that they they allowed thirteen points in this Memphis game, and I guess this is the fewest points given up by a Rebel defensive unit since two thousand sixteen.
1: Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I was thinking more of the – I guess I was focusing more on the 10 points. But um, they do have defensive coordinator uh, McIntyre, who was a, a head coach at Colorado
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, a couple years ago. Um, so maybe they're turning from kind of an offensive team that gives up a lot of points of defense to a defensive team. Mm-hmm.
2: that Maybe
1: can't <laughs> – kind of a real similar, you know, kind of – Nobody in our those two games, their game and our game, no one scored above 20 points. Um, so this might be a low-scoring affair. But I could also see in it just getting kind of crazy and being another kind of shootout.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. They also ranked 15th nationally with their punting with 46.8 yards. So, you know, I guess they got a pretty good punter. Anytime your name is Mac Brown, you're probably going to be pretty good at whatever football position you play. Yeah,
1: my goodness, yeah, look at that, forty six point eight average, uh, fifty four long, but yeah, that's a good, that's a good classic football name. I Kind mm. of wish we had a guy named Mac Brown. You know. he's he's rolling over at North Carolina right now. So, <laughs>
0: how about that win? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh man, must champ! Oh boy, just like everybody turn. gets tired of must champ. I'm sure South Carolina is, but yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people talking down about Mac Brown's like, oh well, they're just trying something. You know, hey, they had to do something. Mm-hmm. Now the old man's, you know, having a rebirth. You know, beat a rival. I'm sure they're going to be better than their two and ten or whatever season. I think last year. So, but um, yeah, I mean, they really couldn't run the ball against Memphis. So. You know, Phillips had three-point yards, three yards of carry. Um, really couldn't, you know, Coral, their their freshman quarterback, nine out of 19, 93 yards, no touchdowns and interception. They got one good receiver. They lost their good receivers to the draft, so they just got Elijah Moore, who's decent. Um, But, you know, it's a team we should be able to, our D, I feel pretty good about our defense uh, coming out, fired up and shutting them down.
0: Oh yeah. Says here that yeah. uh, it was the first time since 2016 the Rebels lost their season opener, so that's they got to be down in the dumps, you know.
1: Yeah, that's not a good start to the season.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I mean, it's one thing if you're playing, you know, Memphis not bad, uh, bad. Uh, I like their coach over there. Um, I don't know how he's not been picked off at a, for a bigger school. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while, I thought uh, Coach Norville was going to be our coach. Um, um, but yeah, that's a, you know, it's not like they played at number two. You know, they were playing Clemson or Bama or somewhere the first week, uh, first weekend. So that does not feel good to be at zero and
0: one. Mhm. Yeah, and last year, if we would have stayed healthy, we would have definitely beat them. That, you know, it was a close game, thirty-seven, thirty-three. And uh, they wound up beating us, but a lot of that was because of the injuries. They didn't beat us because we didn't play well. They they beat us because of the injuries.
1: Yeah, Boyd, I mean, Boyd went down. and mm-hmm. He was killing them. Had that big run and just, he was going to rack up over 200 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty Story went out too, and he was playing decent. Um, and they still only beat us by a couple, you know. Um but yeah, I I think I think us hopefully we put on that game tape or play that and see what get reminded of that and uh come out fired up to avenge that loss.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, who is uh who is old Mrs. Guy's? Let's let's take a look here. So they're running back Scotty Phillips. Looks like he's the He's the main go-to guy. And you got Matt Carl and, and Gerald early. Uh, they got, uh, what Elijah Moore, Jason Perlin and Octavius Cooley for oh, the last corner. Cool, yeah. Yeah. For the receivers. That's, that's who, you, who we'll see out there. Of course, Mac Brown punting the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, these guys are, these guys are all right. You know, they, 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 uh, they they've done well but nothing nothing to write home about
1: no they definitely lost pretty much everybody from those uh, cheating recruiting years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, kind of from those that they got so there's kind of back to back to kind of the old miss talent I mean still you know in SEC school so I mean it's not like we can't I mean you know they're uh, they're def- still a touchdown favorite over us,
2: so
1: well mm-hmm. I guess not everybody's perception we're nothing to write home about now. So
0: Oh well, I mean, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got Matt Curl, he's their uh he's their quarterback. He's six one, not a real tall guy, uh you know, so so there's that. Um you know, I mean, I guess he appeared in four games last year. It was a true true freshman, red shirted uh, this year he's, he's starting. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, his first just start was Memphis,
0: 93 yards.
1: Yeah. Nine out of 19 plus 50% that one hit, that interception. Um, mm-hmm. just wasn't a good start for him. Um, you know, <laughs>
0: no, it
1: wasn't. um, not nothing he's probably feeling too confident about. Um, you know memphis was back there a lot um
0: even their running backs only getting 62 yards you know i mean he's not a scotty phillips he's nothing to write home about either and they they got him for the 2019 don't Walk award well you better get better if you're gonna win that award yeah or the max three, yards,
1: award. A, <laughs> three, three yards a three yards that carry is not um uh, He's not, not going to cut it. Um,
0: one touchdown—that's you know, not you are not going to get an award with that.
1: And Ole Miss—they um, had ten tackles for a loss in that game and three sacks, um, so they were getting in the backfield um, against Phillips and Coral.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, You know, uh, the other side of the ball, Memphis—you know—had about two, almost two hundred yards rushing, uh, one hundred ninety-two, two touchdowns, one hundred seventy-two passing. You know, so they're really balanced. Um, but yeah, the old, the Memphis defense was getting getting in the backfield, um, so I'm looking forward to D line to have a pretty good showing and put pressure on Coral because i he's bound to. he threw that intercept, he's bound to make some pretty big mistakes in this game.
0: Oh yeah, and being young, and you got Elijah Moore; he's he's got 60 receiving yards, um, and that's you know the longest of which is 36 yard pass. So, look look for him to throw short passes and, and try to run the ball against this, and, and that should be a recipe for disaster going up against the Chiefs' defense.
1: Yeah, they really don't have the 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 uh, deep threat that they've had, kind of with AJ Brown and uh, mm-hmm. Metcalf, uh, really last year to kind of bail them out, uh, make Tamu or before that Chad Kelly look look better. Um, really spreading the field and kind of, you know, using maybe that's where kind of Scotty Phillips got that Doak Walker watch list because you know he was really able to met, take advantage of a lot of the spread. The defense is spread out more, but you kind of lock into the running game and put pressure on Coral,
0: and mm-hmm. you
1: know should have some success.
0: And then the uh, wide receiver uh, Drummond, he's somebody to keep an eye on. In this game, because he, I could see him sneaking out and catching a few passes. He was really good in uh, in, in, in ICAA and and uh, you know had 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 some really good uh, community college uh, play. So he, he's somebody that could possibly sneak up on us. So you know he he didn't see any receptions at, during the Memphis game, but that doesn't mean they're not going to try to get him to ball in this game. So he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, they only only had three different guys catch a ball. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you had um, Drummond's a guy that can contribute. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, you know, he started uh, that game freshman Mm -hmm. under uh, uh, All-American game freshman. Uh, His big play, I guess, was drawing a key pass interference penalty to set up that lone Rebel TD at Memphis, but they really just did not, I mean, Braylon Sanders, I mean, he's a guy, he's an experienced guy, a um, couple starts, last mm-hmm. year, you know, he didn't catch a ball, so they really didn't, I mean, three guys catching those uh, nine total completions. Yeah. and
0: they're So t- look
1: for some different guys, you know, this week, I'm sure, but.
0: And they're tied in, Octavius Cooley, he's supposed to be one of the better, you know, tied ends in the league, and, and uh, he had a good year last year, and You know, this game, he catches two passes for seven yards in the Memphis game. So, yeah, let's hope we can keep him under wraps.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, he's another, you know, tall 6'3, big body guy. um, Tough matchup for anybody. They'll be looking for him, especially as that freshman quarterback. He's going to be looking for Cooley to kind of build in that situation, especially if they get down close to the red zone.
0: And then their line is, uh, they got two seniors, uh, two juniors and a sophomore. So not a ton of experience on the offensive line, but enough experience they could hold their own. Um, so.
1: Yeah. Um, kind of left tack. you know, made a couple of guys, um, uh, a couple guys making their first career start this past weekend, um. Ben Brown, right guard, he's started 13 games. Mm -hmm. Right tackles, Um, he started 25 games. um, And this left guard started 21 games. So they kind of got a mix of some, um, you know, inexperience with some guys that's played. You know, I don't think there's any really um, kind of NFL draft kind of guys to watch, but they have played a little bit.
0: And then Luke Logan, their kicker, he's running out there and missing field goals, so... You know, that's good. Let's let's get some pressure on him. Let's try to you know, let's try to get back there and attack the ball every every field goal. Let's just see if we can you know, see if we can get our hands on it.
1: Yeah, this guy. Um Hey wow, he's third third in points scored in almost single season history. So what that really tells me, I don't know how, you know great he is at field goals, but uh, it definitely uh, Ole Miss is kicking a lot because they're not scoring touchdowns, mm-hmm. so he's kind of racked up some field goals. But yeah, he missed. He he went one for two in that game. Um, so I, he just looks like a guy. Look at this picture; looks like a guy we can get out there and you know, <laughs> run after like and kind hours. of scare him and make him you know poop his pants, you know, <laughs> before he kicks it. Uh, <laughs> Luke Logan.
0: Oh, Luke Logan. All right. Oh, man. Well, you know, I mean, I watched the game and just there wasn't anything spectacular. Foul Miss. they were having trouble moving the ball up and down the field. They were uh they looked like they were out of their element. Um it was just a very sloppy game, a uh, very sloppy quarterback play, uh very slow snaps. Um you know, it, it just did not look like a good, you know, good offensive play. So, you know, a lot of power, uh, a lot of power game, um, a lot of, uh, you know, pro set, eye formations, stuff like that.
2: Yeah,
1: was a stark difference from last year. Um, Ole Miss's first game last year, um, I don't, uh, they played Texas Tech, and it was just, I mean, Al them. not that Texas Tech was that great, but, you know, they were throwing it all over the field, making a pretty good, beating them by a couple of touchdowns, made a really good impression. You know, it was kind of a stark difference in that kind of offense compared uh, with how they're running more of a power game this year. Yeah. It just wasn't really just some the team that I'm just, wow, afraid of, you know, as far mm-hmm. as high power or anything kind of um, lessens my confidence.
0: Yeah, it looked like a team that we would have the opportunity to, you know, sneak up on and, and, and beat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do do we do you have more that you want to go into with the offense on Ole Miss? Uh,
1: yeah, I think. I mean, I think that I think that about covers it
0: yeah. you know,
1: for the Rebel offense.
0: Well, kind of move on to their defense. We should go to the defense here. Well, let's see. Um, yeah, they got. Uh, oh. Ryder Anderson, a junior defensive end, he, uh, had a half a sack. That's pretty cool. Let's wow, just look at that. Grab grabbed the ankle. <laughs> just grab the ankle <laughs> of the quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had to share that sack. That's just not
0: the best. You know, was
1: like, man, he really wanted that. <laughs> he was just holding on to the ankle. Another guy helped finish it, you know, or he just kind of tripped him
0: up, but so I guess he's fourth on the team with uh, six total sacks last year um, you know and he had the sack in the, in the hurry uh, in this game and, and that's really all his all, all he showed, that's all he did he didn't do much of anything at all in this game, just went out there and, and did that uh, the nose tackle of uh, Benito Jones who's a big dude And he has been at Ole Miss for a while. And he he is a pretty impressive player. Um, But he did not – he didn't have a great game. He wasn't in the backfield that much. Uh, I guess he had one hurry. Um, You know, he had some tackles, of course.
1: His his big play of the game was his first career interception.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Uh,
1: Which is kind of (laughs) crazy.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: I saw I did. kinda of remember that play, but yeah, besides that, he was not getting it, you know uh getting in the backfield much. No. But he's a preseason all S C C by some things, but um I don't know. I didn't look didn't live up to that in that first game.
0: You got Josiah Cotene the defensive end, uh leads the team with uh, seven solo tackles. And he had one sack. Play in Memphis, um, and that's that's their. Uh, you know they run that three four this year, mm-hmm. so that's their. Uh, that's the entirety of the defense. You know, we should be able to just run the ball right up the gut every single play on a three four, uh, defense and get four yards every every.
1: Yeah, Boyd should have a Boyd
0: should have another
1: hundred yard game
0: with our experienced linemen they better they better be bringing they better be bringing some linebackers in to fill in they have to
1: yeah they're going to have to um, because we're going yeah, to make I sure mean,
0: it makes me just thinking about it makes me feel good about this game you know just thinking about their scheme
1: yeah it's going to be tough to tough to handle Um, kind of licking their chops when they when they line up and see that you know the three down, down line that
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, Kind of how much we're you know really relying on our running. Mm-hmm. um I think Boyd's going to have a huge day. Hopefully, Whaley, um, Hayden take advantage too.
0: Yeah, yeah. You had uh, Kader Shepherd with a tackle, and I guess he had a, a quarterback hurry. That's uh, an yeah. outside linebacker. A- yeah, Sam Williams, outside linebacker. He didn't do anything really uh, a couple tackles uh middle linebacker momo sango and uh he had four tackles i mean and, and really shepherd is the only linebacker that has experience in the whole linebacker crew everybody else is is uh juniors so it's it's uh, that's kind of surprising to me that uh I mean, the juniors have experience. It's not that like they don't have any experience, but it surprised me that, I don't know, maybe he's just maybe he's they got him as an outside linebacker. Maybe he's just not quite as talented. Uh, I, I, I'm just surprised. Usually you're bumped in to the inside the older you get, you know?
1: Yeah, it looks like, well, that Momo uh, Sonago. I guess he did. He was third in the SEC last year with nine tackles a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game really didn't. Man, four tackles, no tackles for loss or sacks or forced fumbles or anything. Um, So
0: that's really uh, who you're going to be trying to run the ball away from.
1: Yeah, and then then the other one, I mean, looks like if they ran away from him, the other guy, uh, Lakia Henry, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's the other middle
0: linebacker spot. Yeah, he was a, what, number three Juco process. Yeah, and
1: he was a guy that we were really, I know we were, um, it was between us and Ole Miss and maybe Tennessee. Um, he had seven tackles, you know, that first game, but um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. He got seven tackles, and, uh, you know, he had 187 tackles when he was Dodge City Community College, so he can tackle.
1: Yeah, he's kind of undersized. I mean, no, we've got some undersized linebackers, too, but six foot, you know, compared with his uh, –
0: Look Is for him it? to Ooh. wrap up and hold on. That's what that tells yeah. me. He's good at wrapping <laughs> up and holding on. And yeah, that's very that's... under. That's a very uh, underrated these days. You know, yeah, a, lot, a lot of folks want to see, oh, you know, throwing that shoulder and those big hits and this, that, and other. And, and you get somebody that can wrap up real good and hold on and, and drag them to the ground. That's that's a lot better in a lot of different cases. So.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what we've kind of seen from even some of our kind of guys right now with Hayden Henry and Grant Morgan, a little undersized, but, uh, you know, they've got a better form
0: tackled.
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. But i got to use it.
0: (laughs) Then you got uh, their cornerback, Miles Hartsfield. I guess he broke up a couple passes. Uh, That's about all he did. Uh, John Hayes, uh, he was uh, six tackles. In this game, he's a strong safety, so he's really getting downfield. That or either that or they're making big plays over the top of the secondary, or they're running the ball past the lineman, uh, the linebackers. So it's not good. Yeah, it looks like when you're when you're yeah, looked, strong safety is getting that many tackles.
1: No, it looks like a couple of those their secondary are racked up. Quite a few tackles, mm-hmm. uh, so they were they were past that past the second mm-hmm. <laughs> second line there quite a bit.
0: Exactly, exactly. And then you got Jalen Julius, same thing, five tackles. So it's always good when you see these safeties getting a lot of tackles. They're either attacking downfield, which means they're going to leave it wide open over the top, and you can throw it deep on them, or they're the offense is getting further downfield than they should against that team, so that's that's always a good sign.
1: Yeah, I imagine will imagine Boyd will get. They're going to have to. <laughs> they're going to have to make the plays against Boyd. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, you know this one, but, but you got Jalen Jones. He had uh, four tackles. Um. I guess he's coming off a ACL injury. So, you know, who knows if he's at 100% right now. And then you got that's uh, a cornerback. And then you got Kendron Smith, another cornerback. Um, and he actually tied for the team lead with seven tackles. So, you know, that, that just tells you Memphis is throwing the ball a lot to a certain receiver who's probably matched up with Kendron Smith, and he's and the receiver's catching the ball, so it's yeah. not good that he's got that many tackles.
1: <laughs> yeah, sophomore, their youngest guy back there, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's tied with Henry for seven tackles. You know, and then like you said, no safeties combined for 11. You know, so they list that. Uh, they list that uh, kind of their thing five defensive backs, so you know, I wonder if you kind of see him go you know, a 3, three five, every now and then play those guys a good mm-hmm. bit because they're racking up. They're playing a lot, um, you know, together. Maybe Hartsfield um, playing that nickel back a little bit. But, yeah, it's a team that, I mean, obviously they're completing a lot of passes against them and um, <laughs> they're running game at that five yards clip, you know, or um, forcing those guys to prevent the big plays from happening. Oh, yeah. That's exactly. that last
0: line? Good
1: old Mac Brown. Old oh, Mac Brown. Yeah,
0: that's, that's the guy, man. He's, he's out there <laughs> he's just cutting MVP. the ball all over the field.
1: He's, they brought him down from Minnesota, I guess, just kind of brought him down from the uh, Mississippi River, probably all the way up there down to, down to Oxford. So it's worked out for him. That's a good play.
0: Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, Tim. Yeah, that's about it for Old Miss. I mean, do do you have do you have more on Old Miss that you would like to? Anything? No, miss, I don't think anything? so.
1: Um, I think kind of. You know, we got to see him play. Um, worked out; they were the kind of the eleven a.m. noon kickoff before ours last night. So it was nice to watch him not sure what to expect, you know, uh, but just, just came away not impressed. Um, mm-hmm. Fired me up for our game against Portland State, which which didn't impress me either. But going into that game, I was like, oh, man, we're going to show up, good against Portland State, be really fired up. This. And during that game, I kind of like, man, I don't know, this whole mess, Arkansas is going to be a pillow fight or whatever. But the more I get away from it, the more we're talking about mess, I just got to think, you know, Uh I mean, I know we can beat these guys, and I kind of I have, have that confidence that we will, um, but I'm ready until we win that first SEC game under Moore or something. You know, still just, just I guess, just the hope. <laughs> Razorback fan hope, but I believe we will beat them. We, we should be. We're, we should be better than
2: them.
0: So they're giving us 6.5 points for this game. Okay. Um, or I'm sorry, giving Ole Miss 6.5 points mm-hmm. for this game. Oh, my bookie. Um, so you know we got a fifty 50% percent chance, fifty point two percent chance to win. They got a forty nine point nine percent chance to win, according to my Bucky. Um, so yeah, that's pretty interesting.
1: That is interesting that they would be the almost a touchdown favorite, but mm-hmm. we're kind of up a percentage point. Yeah, and that um, but I'll add seems from the outset right now, it looks from kind of the outside of looking in, it seems like an even matchup. <laughs> like it may, I mean, maybe be a dogfight to get that, that SEC win. Who knows? I mean, hopefully we'll win more than one, but you know, uh, kind of that perspective, like man, this might be the, you know, the best chance for either team to get an SEC win this year.
0: Yeah. And the, and, and my bookie has these uh, stats that's supposed to help you decide who to bet on here They're really non descriptive. And uh, well, I'll just run through those real quick. That's kind of neat. You got the uh, Arkansas uh, points scored per game Arkansas 37.6, Old Miss uh, Uh, 31.2. Passing attempts Arkansas 146, Old Miss 176. Uh, Passing completions Arkansas 64.4, Old Miss 60.2. uh, passing yards 1,189 Arkansas 1,629 Ole Miss and uh, per attempt 8.1 Arkansas 9.3 Ole Miss and then per game 237.8 Arkansas 200 or 325 uh 0.8 Ole Miss so okay. yeah that's kind of that's that's how my bookie's breaking it all down for you and I'll tell you what if you're going to be betting go ahead and use my bookie go ahead and throw promo code Hogcall, or just go to the description of the podcast click the link and uh, support the podcast by throwing a little money our way whenever you throw a bet and, and the neat thing about it is they're gonna double whatever you put in up to a thousand dollars so if you put in a hundred you're gonna have 200 to bet with just because you use promo code HOGCALL. what do you think about that, Tim?
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. What my bookie does when they give you that money, they you know they kind of put the money up there at the top. What you got in your account, and they give you you know really what that free money is. So they really give you what they match with. So really, you you can just play off that free money and just you know be aggressive and have a good time <laughs> on the weekend, you know, and um, really go for it. And, you know, it's a really good site, and I'm glad they're kind of partnering with us, and, um, you know, we're kind of working with them and vice versa. So, and it's a really good place to use it and use the promo code.
0: Absolutely. If you don't got your 1909 Hog Call t-shirt, go ahead and get one. You can get it on our website, www.hogcall.podcast.com. And, uh, yeah, there's a little link right there on the right-hand side. It's got everything there on that on that uh, website, so you can you can do my bookie, you can do the uh, the uh, t the shirt, whatever you want. It's all right there on the, uh, the the website hogcallpodcast.com. So go visit that and take a look.
1: Nice, yeah. We've got ours that look really good, different colors, um, different types of things mm-hmm. uh, for the winter, summertime. You know, I think there's a uh, uh, maybe a, a grill and a or an apron or just all kinds of good stuff. Celebrate it. I mean, this is it, man. This is the 100th year anniversary season of that championship. If nobody else is talking about it, you know we are because we like to celebrate the halls. So, why not join us in doing that?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we always talk about something that's not um Arkansas football related. And I was going to well, Go, go Can ahead. I stop you just short? Yeah, I mean, this yeah. won't
1: take just a minute. Um, let's oh, get our um, you know game what? score prediction. You know what? Fantasy, too.
0: Oh, fantasy. Yeah. Sure. Oh, man, I'm jumping well, the gun.
1: Well, uh, get uh, think about your score. I'm going to give mine first while you think about it, and right. then I'm going to get the fantasy page. That's a great call, Chad. Um, Glad you I'm go, <laughs> and We'll get there. We'll get there, though. Um, I'm going to go Arkansas 23. Old Miss
0: 14. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go uh, Arkansas 17, Old Miss 13. Oh, wow.
1: That's not, I mean, we both kind of feel it's going to be uh, low scoring. Um, but both going to take the hogs. Um, I like it and hope it comes to fruition. We need it. We need it big time.
0: I think this game uh, is going to tell us a lot about what our season's going to look like. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it really is a big game. Um, you know, we we win by a little bit. Hey, you know, we got our SEC win. I feel pretty good about going 4-0. If we lose, uh, I'm not going to feel, feel very good, um, especially if we lose by more than a couple points. And, um, and if we whip them pretty good, uh, I'm going to be... Feeling pretty good and having a pretty good celebration Saturday night. I don't care, <laughs> you know what I mean. Getting that SEC win, knocking that off, and knowing we got a chance to win a couple more and um, real quick, kind of out of the gate.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, well, we we didn't talk about fantasy, so we got the yeah. fantasy league on. It just I don't know why, but it just like slipped my mind that we even had fantasy league.
1: Yeah, and no, I was so excited to talk about it uh, the last two weeks about it, and um, <laughs> you know, we kind of get in on a game week, you know, kind of other things. Uh, you know, there's more to talk about. I mean,
0: uh, yeah, absolutely. But and I then am pre, excited. you know, reviewing a
1: game it. and previewing a game. Yeah, absolutely, Chad. And one week down. Um, yeah. So I, um,
0: I didn't fare as well as I'd hoped. It looked like I was going to win the game. And it was gonna, you know, be a be a pretty easy win for me. And then uh, then Jalen Hurts happened.
1: Yeah, I don't. This wow, that's a scoring system, man. I had the quarterbacks to struggle, but wow. I mean, your guy had uh, Mond. He had four touchdowns,
2: mm-hmm. two
1: hundred passing yards, and he scores thirty points. And you got Hockstader Thomas with Jalen Hurts, <laughs> uh, six total touchdowns. Uh, passing yards on top of 176 rushing yards. Just absolutely, um, insanity. Yeah. They're 300 something yards passing, 20 out of 23. Uh, obviously, the number one player. Uh, he was the difference maker. I mean, a solid output like your guy, 30 points for a quarterback, and you would have won that game. How crazy is that?
0: That is crazy.
1: <laughs> but it's one week down. Um, some of these other scores, um, You know, you're looking at the high high score of the week was uh, sadly go Tigers with 177. He beats Flex Bone Down. Uh,
0: Why would Why would an LSU fan join a (laughs) Razorback podcast fantasy league? I mean, the only reason somebody would do that is just to be just to be an annoying person. You know? (laughs) Oh man, and
1: I hate to see that he scored the most points. That just ain't right. I just think all these Arkansas fans. Um, So he's 1 oh, Yeah. I one I'm 1 0. Started off beating D Damp 23. Um, Van Van Gundy's mullet loses in a a game to the Dirty Owls. Listen to this score 138.7 to 138.25. So (laughs) Matt just goes down in heartbreaking fashion. (laughs) Arkansas Raisin Snacks plays a game against J-Dub's team maybe he didn't set a lineup he only scored 77 the touchdown Jesus wins over the Hogville Slammers two of legit to quit wins over the Sooners which is fine and El Bato's team wins 169 to 72 so um, how do
0: you only score 77
1: yeah I don't know about that. two
0: quarterbacks
1: thought. yeah you think oh he had Ole Miss quarterback oh, oh, a good oh Miss.
0: how about that that's what he didn't, it was. He did have he a lineup set.
1: And he didn't use his um super flex for a
0: too bad he didn't a, put that uh, Purdue quarterback. quarterback in there he's got. Golly, that guy's racked up some points.
1: I wonder if I play this guy. That's what I'm thinking. Thirty nine
0: points that Purdue quarterback got. Well, wow.
1: still might not have helped him, but uh
0: that offense defense is horrible too.
1: Dad gummit, I don't play this guy. You don't either. Hmm. I'm going to have to adjust the schedule. Maybe nobody will notice. Oh, did I say that out loud?
0: Oh, you can do whatever you want. You know, it's hard.
1: <laughs> of course, this guy's now projected this week to score 180. I don't know. You know, the college fantasy thing is so new, and these projections just aren't as... You know, you can't be too accurate because they got to play the game, even in the NFL fantasy, but they're just all over the place. and um, So you got after one week, you know, um, well, early sh- and yeah,
0: and shout out to hogster Domus shout out to Arkansas raisin snacks and to, uh, hogville slammers. Great names, great names yeah. for a team. So just shout <laughs> out for awesome, awesome team names there.
1: And we're the only ones sitting there with Tim and Chad, but I guess that's kind of good since we're uh, the podcast host for us to <laughs> kind of know who you're uh, competing with, but that's yeah, what that, I was, that was
0: thinking. Well, I just took a, <laughs> I just took a whipping first, first guy. <laughs>
1: oh, well. well, good news for you, Chad. Is you're still in the current projections projected to be seventh in the league, and that's well, good enough for a playoff spot. So I'm yeah, projected to be three and eight out of the playoffs. So you're still.
0: Did you just make it where everybody gets a playoff spot or something?
1: No, half the teams. <laughs> eight teams out of sixteen. I mean that's normal that's not fantasies.
0: Bad. Normal fantasies
1: about that. I forget yeah. there's
0: so many teams in this league.
1: Yeah, no, it's not just the twelve team league <laughs> where I got eight teams going in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, but of the course.
0: amount of players you have to pick from, it's really you know. Yeah, it's stupid. hard
1: to you know, college fan, you don't want to also get wrapped up too much. I'm going through the, you know, the waiver wire or whatever, and just like trying not to get wrapped up too much in the week one. And, um, that's a whole different animal. Cause you got teams, you know, you got four non-conference games for these teams. Most, you know, three out of four of them at least are playing cupcakes. where are just rack them up, but, uh, fun, but yeah, long season to go. i I hope you fare. uh, Better Chad, we still got ten more weeks to go. We play each other in the seventh week, so hopefully we'll have better records by then.
0: I'm gonna tell you, it's funny because in this, in this, uh, you'll have like somebody get seventy eight points, and then you'll have somebody else get three, and you'll be like, "What in the world?" <laughs> like that's, I don't know if that <laughs> is just because I haven't set my players just right, but it seemed like every team I looked at almost was like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like feast or famine.
1: Yeah, it's definitely feast or famine. Or, or, you know, they definitely don't – like I had a guy, uh, uh wide receiver, that never had anything about him being out with an injury. And all of a sudden, right before the game, he's doubtful and doesn't play. It's like, doesn't give me anything. I was like, what in the hell?
2: <laughs> so it also
1: had helpful. Chase – I also had Chase Harrell for the Razorbacks. He gave me one catch and three drops, so that didn't help. You know, I said, like, man, they're targeting them, but it didn't help me one bit.
0: No, that's not helpful.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so far so good in fantasy. That's definitely fun. Um, for anybody that listening that wish they would have joined in, I'm sorry. Next year, though, we'll do it again. and Expand it to twenty teams or as much as I can. So
0: Oh yeah, we'll just keep on expanding it up and if we if we fill it all up and we got more that want to play, we'll do a second second team. Oh yeah. That'd I'd do cool. that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that would be cool.
0: Then we'll have to do winners bracket team the next year where the winners of the first and the second are the only ones that get in the third. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be kinda cool, I'm huh? Kinda-
1: kind of like the international soccer where they demote teams. Like, well, you get demoted to this one, relegated to this one league, you know, if you don't, <laughs> if you finish the, <laughs> in the bottoms, so, <laughs> try to make your way up to the winner's league. But
0: Well, well I'll tell cool. you what, we, we've we've had a ton of listeners <clears throat> this year, and, and uh, I just want to say that I, I was like, oh, we're probably going to see a dip and listeners, but we haven't, and I just want to thank every single one of you guys for listening. So everybody that's listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, it, it's just amazing.
1: Absolutely. Chad, well said. Um, you're inspiring us to, um, you know, we we're going to do this anyways, but you know, we're doing this even and making sure we do it a day early in the week this year. Um, I was a little under the weather today, wasn't sure, but kind of knowing the listeners like well, we got to get it out there you know so, knowing exactly. how many guys tune in and giving you all a couple days uh, whether you listen at the house and the car at work whatever give you a little bit extra so
0: exactly
1: hope you exactly. are enjoying it, and thank you for listening
0: well i was gonna say well let's talk about <laughs> something that's not razorback related and uh yeah, man. Just how about all the upsets? That was that was just my thing. I wanted to keep it football related, just. But the upsets were ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and some of those like games.
0: SEC upsets. You
2: know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. That's what, again, like I was like, yeah, I'm not happy with the way we won, but man, I mean, it it could have been worse. Could we could have been one of those teams?
0: Good God! Or even, even national kind of, of Tennessee.
1: Yeah, or even. Um, you know, Wyoming's definitely better than Portland State, but you still go into their six and six last year. Mountain West school. Missouri had big expectations this year and they, mm-hmm. they get you know, they're just getting whipped from uh start Sh- to finish. Shellacked. Um,
0: it's just shellacked and um Yeah. North Carolina beating South Carolina. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, no, Will Messchamp said he's you know, had one of it's gonna have one of his best years, most talented teams, and North Carolina just comes in and um beats him and they kind of uh, I don't know so. why people keep hiring Will
0: Muschamp honestly I can't yeah. just say get good
1: <laughs> the head coaching position he's a decent he's you know decent defensive coordinator guy you know as a defensive mm-hmm. coordinator but some guys are just made just to be a coordinator Coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right. he's one of those but um, at least that gives us at least we didn't jump the ship on a you know hire him <laughs> oh good man
0: gracious golly well, yeah,
1: I mean,
0: yeah. We're undefeated.
1: For another, yeah, we're undefeated.
0: We're going in to play Old Miss. Old Miss is uh, not the greatest team this year. They're really young, and we have a real opportunity to win this game. And uh, I just, you know, want to say that this is a real opportunity to win this game. If we win this game, and we're rolling into – What's our next SEC game? A and M.
1: A and M, yep.
0: Undefeated. That's some momentum right there. That could be a game changer. If we win this game and continue to win our non-conference games, that could be a game changer for the way our year turns out. So this this is this is huge. This is a huge game, and you know I, I hope that Coach Morse turns it on and turns it up and hammers it down and gets in the left lane and passes and all that stuff he keeps saying. And, and uh, you know, if not, just win. Just win. And, and just like uh, Derek from Colorado said, all will be forgiven.
1: Yeah, well said, Chad. Um, yeah, it's a big game. Um, we start off 2-0. You got a chance to be 4-0 going at A&M with some momentum. A&M plays Clemson this weekend, Auburn right before us. You know, we're going to be able to, Play all miss than Colorado State and San Jose State.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: we're going to, we, we'll be able to take momentum, this momentum into those next two games, revenge game against Colorado State, kind of work on some things and get better and just be, I mean, how good would that be to be 4 okay. 0 headed to Arlington, a place, a team, a program that we sh- we've historically beat, you know, have beat more than uh, they've beat us here in the last five years or whatever? It has not gone that well. It's time to change that too but it starts this weekend. Um, it's a huge game for the season, huge game for the program. Um, if we lose, it doesn't mean we can't, you know, still win, you know, go to a bowl or whatever, but the chances are lessened. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I just, it's it's a huge game. I honestly can't wait. <laughs> I'm ready for Saturday.
0: Well, oh, I am too. I'm super excited. And just I want you guys to remember this. Every single person that's listening to this podcast, just remember this. The Arkansas Razorbacks are undefeated, and there's still a chance, no matter how slim that chance might be, that we win a national championship this year.
1: It ain't over. Woo, pig, suey. Go Hogs.